What's good, people? It's Uncle Hotep. Uncle Hotep's podcast. Episode 3. I think I made it farther than I tried last time I was doing a podcast, so maybe I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, what's going on? It's Monday. And hump day. I mean, Monday is not hump day. It's Monday start of the week. It hasn't been started. We have been working goddamn less all weekend and most of the day today. Oh, all day today. Got off sweet. But the reason I'm mad about today is I've been waiting all this time for Trump to get into, come to Pennsylvania. And not only does he come to Pennsylvania, this guy come to my own hometown, Westchester, Pennsylvania. Dub C. He came down to uh, Westchester University, and you know the, he brought out the the protesters. Um, it seemed they had a little bit of protesters, but it wasn't like the line looked like it was long as hell. I had plans to go, but man, work interfered with it. Man, like I said, I had been working on a project with this other guy. I, a project I got volunteered on you know one of those projects you 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 got nothing to do you ain't your project but you need to help help somebody so me being the good uh good worker ant that i am said i'll help him out but uh i even printed out my ticket at work i was like man maybe if i get this work done i can make it down there but I started looking on Twitter. I started seeing the lines, and I was like, "Man, I got at least an hour." Cause I work, I work a bit, well, a bit ways from Westchester. I work at least an hour. It took me at least over an hour to get there. So I was like, "Oh man, I'm not gonna make it." So I ended up just listening to the to his rally on uh, on uh, YouTube. It was good. <laughs> it was a bunch of college students. It seemed like he had there. Um, it was a pretty decent crowd. He had packed. Yeah, I think he had it in an old in the old gymnasium. I don't know if it's called Sykes Gym. I can't remember what the name of that gym is called. But he had it in the gym gymnasium. He had a good crowd. It wasn't like one of the biggest like he had down south and stuff like that. But it was a good size for Westchester. And he seemed like there was no. I there was a couple. I think it's one person got thrown out. They didn't show it, but there was one protester that snuck in there. But it wasn't too many interruptions or nothing like that. So. Yeah, so tomorrow's the primary day, so I already switched my uh my status over some uh wake up in the morning and put my put my vote in for Trump. I still got still got praying he could beat Hillary. You know the odds are stacked against him, but we'll see. But now that I say I bring in Hillary. I mentioned Hillary, I gotta I gotta talk about Hillary. And her pandering ass and how the love for the American Negro is. <laughs> and she just went, last weekend she was uh, seeing a couple pictures of her in a black church. <laughs> man, she's just, she's just ridiculous, man. Like I said, she, went, she did the radio circuit last week. The American Negro loves Hillary, especially the women. 
I'm still in contention that the women love her because she got cheated on and she stayed with her man and a lot of these uh, women out here get cheated on by these <laughs> rotten ass black men. <laughs> so they they sympathize with her and they got they got this uh, connection, I believe. And I don't know. This just speaks to the in political incompetence of the African American Negro, the so-called African American Negro. It's like he can't get any, they don't want to put in any job positions on the table. They don't want to put any demands in front of her. They just, they just like to be entertained and like being pandered to. Like I asked my mom about it and she was like, because uh, uh, I mentioned to her that she was playing Bones and uh, she didn't believe me and I showed her the picture of her playing Bones. I was like, Mom, you don't even know how to play no bones. She was like, yes, I do. And then she was like, she's trying to win the black vote. I'm like, oh, my God. Is that how we win? How, is that how you win the black vote? Sitting there and playing bones with them, play some spades. Why didn't she bust out a spade game? You know what I mean? Ask Hillary how many books in his hand. It's, this is crazy. It's it's. it's <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't call it. So I fully expect. Uh, I think Trump's going to sweep tomorrow. Hillary's going to win Pennsylvania. Because uh, you, you see this, if you look online, you see a lot of blacks. They're say act like they hate Hillary and they can't stand her and. They want to vote for her, but every primary where there's a large group of Negroes in the state, she wins the state. So somebody lying. Either y'all ain't getting your black asses out here and voting for Bernie like y'all say you are, or y'all just talking this shit on Hillary and you voting for her anyway. You just running your goddamn gums. Man, you black folks kill me, man. <laughs> The Akata kills me, man. Oh, man. And speaking of Bernie, and his... It brings him back up to the summer. Last summer when uh, he was campaigning. And then uh, three women from Black Lives Matter took the mic from him. <laughs> They took the mic from his ass. And he went over and stood in the corner. He lost his chance. Any chance he had of winning the Democratic primary right then in that moment. See, you got to put the Negro in check. You can't just let Negroes run all over you because they ain't going to respect you. That's why they respect Hillary and Bill, because Bill and them will put the, put the Negro in their place. Just look at how the two candidates reacted to the same thing. Now, remember recently, uh, uh, it was a $500 plate dinner. <laughs> another a Black Lives 
Matter activist paid that five hundred dollars, snuck in uh, Hillary. Well, bought her way into Hillary's uh, uh, event. Had a sign up talking about you called us super predators. Blah blah blah. It was insulting. It was racist. Da 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 da. Hillary spoke to her all nice. And it was like, oh, you let me talk. <laughs> then when the Secret Service guy was holding pulling her away, she's like. <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. Hillary was like, yeah, I can't. Oh, my gosh. Hillary was like, get your ass out of here. Not in them certain, those terms, but you can see. If you Go ahead and watch the video. You see Hillary's face when they was leading her out. She was like, God damn it. And then after she left, like, she was like, well, before I was interrupted. Like, she didn't even care what the lady said. She really don't care. Just talk and say anything. Hillary will say anything. She don't really care about the, she called y'all super predators. She don't care one bit. And then you had Bill already talked that last week. Bill told the Black Lives Matter try this same stuff about this crime bill, this revisionist history. And Bill put him in the place. Now we're going to talk about the Bernie incident. When they roughed up, they took the mic from Bernie, made him go stand in the corner. Y'all got to understand how that looks against uh, at the rest of America. The rest of America is going to be looking like, damn, them Negroes punk Bernie. Can't vote for him. Damn, Hillary stood up, for, stood up in front of it. She stood up to them Black Lives Matter Negroes. Yeah, we might we might be able to vote for him. Damn, Bill still got it. He still told them them Black Lives Matter Negroes off. They still got it. Bernie should have played tough with them, and he would have had a chance. And now I've seen people Negroes on the timeline talk about, oh, see, Bernie wasn't disrespectful. He let them talk. No, you can't just let people all shout and yell and scream and just see be quote unquote respectful. Tell them Negroes to sit the hell down. If Bernie, if Bernie Sanders told them women to sit the hell down, he'd be in that race, this race right now. I guarantee it. If one thing a Negro respects is authority and standing up for yourself, because Negro be quick to back down in some cases, and they respect when you. When they get, try to punk them, and they get punked right back, they got the respect. And then the Clintons punked them guys. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Case closed. So that's what it's going to look like in November. It looks like it's coming down to Hillary versus Trump. And we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's, if the American want to be warmongers or they just want to, I don't know, be viewed as isolationists. We'll see. I, don't, I would think that they would be jumping the chance to be isolationists, but I'm starting to have my doubts about that, but we'll see about that. Um, I got to talk about this North Carolina bands, man. <laughs> Jesus. North Carolina, 
That's actually my dad's home state, where my dad was from. Uh, I still got my brothers and sisters and all his side of the family lived down there. I love it down there. I wish I could have lived down there or grew up down there, whatever. But I grew up up north all my whole life. So it's a nice, enjoyable state. Um, but uh, they're facing all kinds of adversity and blow back from their transgender I'll just call it the transgender bill <laughs> where they want the your uh your born gender and that's the the bathroom you're gonna use. <laughs> for, like if you these transgenders that uh change from boy to girl, girl to boy, they don't want them using the gen the bathroom of their current gender. <laughs> Can't even believe I'm talking about this shit in the year in the current year. These people flipping flopping genders. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, obviously some don't belong in the goddamn opposite gender bathroom. I don't see what's so hard about just making a goddamn unisex bathroom and have these people use it. Um, I don't, but I, I do not understand why they're being catered to like this. Um. You got the NBA talking about pulling the All-Star game. You got Bruce Springsteen pulling concerts. You got PayPal pulling jobs. Like virtually blackmail, trying to blackmail the state of North Carolina to conform to these uh, to these rules, these new nigga rules. <laughs> I mean, one, these people should stay out of it. They really should stay out of it. It, it is obvious what what's going on now. It, it's like they're using these artists and these sports leagues to mold society now. Like in the '60s, where you had Jim Brown and uh, you know, what I mean, football players fight for civil rights. This is how smart the man is. He took that and used that as his playbook. To now, when they want to make all these sweeping changes into this culture, into society in America, they're going to use <laughs> these same franchises, these same personalities on these Spain sports teams and sports leagues to mold them into that. I hope New York standard, I mean, North Carolina standard ground, like, hey, man, y'all be all right. If Charlotte, if the NBA want to take the Charlotte, the all-star game out of Charlotte, go ahead and take it. I hope they don't bend on this. This is a matter of principle. I mean, it doesn't seem like any people in North Carolina are upset about the rule. I've seen, uh, this is actually the county where my dad is from, Sampson County. It was like, it was like 80% agree with the rule, the law. So if the people in North Carolina don't have any problem with the law, then the it should stand, and it shouldn't be having these leagues and uh, companies try to blackmail the, the state into changing that. They don't really care about the goddamn these quote-unquote transgenders people or what are uh, this LGBT community. They don't care about them at all. These are the same people that go over to Dubai. These same people that go over to Saudi Arabia, where they'll hang gays, hang them, 
throw them, they'll even throw them off the roof. I see them throw them off buildings. They have no problem taking money from those countries. They have no problem with it. But here now, they want to make a stand in America. They want to make a stand in America over some goddamn bathrooms. It's unbelievable. The levels of hypocrisy is absolutely unbelievable. Like, no matter where you stand on the subject, you get, you got to admit the levels of hypocrisy is, like, it's through the roof. Roof. So if they want to stand, make this stand in North Carolina, they should make this stand, quote-unquote, worldwide. Like that's it's it's the same thing with like uh, people talk about Putin and Putin's killing journalists and Putin in Russia has some of these uh, I guess you would call them discriminatory uh, against uh, LGBT people and uh, they treat them kind of rough over there. They'll demonize Russia for that, but. They, Saudi Arabia does much worse. So I don't know how we're letting Saudi Arabia skate by that. And y'all not say nothing. It's just, it's unbelievable that these uh, companies are doing that. It's like I'm in the twilight zone. Just imagine like, like, I was born in the 70s and came up to the 80s and uh, the 90s. And now I'm in 2016. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like these... <laughs> it's like Tumblr... The Tumblr society has came to life and it's being enforced in American culture. All, all up and down the government through the... The Tumblr society is taking hold and taking rule. Like, if you asked me 20 years ago or 30 years ago, like, what does this stuff be going on? I'd be like, hell no. I'm looking like, oh, come on, man. This is crazy. Battling for the 1%. And the American Negro <laughs> is leading the charge. That's another thing about it. Any fight against so some kind of like uh, injustice, social injustice, they'll get the Negro to lead the charge. And the Negro so willing to lead the charge and they'll never think about themselves. They'll always help out some other uh, cause and not think about themselves. But when the, the Negro needs a cause done, these same people that the Negro is helping is nowhere to be found at all. Negro gets paid for a fool. <laughs> Just like this Harriet Tubman is getting put on the $20 bill. On one hand, these Negroes talking about they hate capitalism can't stand capitalism, can't stand the white man's money. Then the white man decided to put a black woman on the $20 bill 
these Negroes go berserk. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get me some 20s. <laughs> oh my God, these people. They, all they're going to do is instead of throwing ones in the strip club, they're going to have a bunch of 20s in their hands. <laughs> get that money away to them women at the strip club. <laughs> You know, I, I haven't read too much about uh, Harriet Tubman. Um, I'm sure I know her story. Um, Helping the slaves uh, escape Underground Railroad and all that jazz. Um, but it's sort of the jig that any uh, quote-unquote American history has to run through slavery. Uh, I don't see. I don't see how Black Americans can't see that. Like I think there would probably be plenty of Black Americans, Akatas that you could pick. Um, one, I, I mean, if if you're letting the man pick who you're going to put on a black put on, who you gonna, what black you're going to put on the, on a bill. I think that's going to be different if you ask black Americans who they want to put on the bill. Like to me, you need to put Malcolm first and foremost before anybody. You, I mean, you can go, and that's just from my perspective. I know there's probably more worthy people than him, even than him. You know, Booker T. But they all have a different preference. And I think I don't know why the Negro doesn't think a little deeper. And then I would ask myself, if you say, quote unquote, there's white supremacy and white supremacy has his foot on the Negro neck, then if they decide, quote unquote, try to appear to throw you a bone, you got to ask yourself, why are they throwing you that bone? So I think it's just more of a mind fuck to put <laughs> put a, a a a slave on a, on a, on a twenty dollar bill. It's it's, but you know, most people loved it. I mean, I can I mean I can see when people are happy for it, but I mean, these are token victories. There's nothing. It's nothing really worthwhile. It's not going to change any of your lives. You're still going to have the same problems y'all had yesterday and today. And 20, I think, when does the bill come out? 2020, 2030? When they actually roll them Harriet Tubman's out into, into circulation, you're still going to have the problem. You just go go to the corner store and pay Abib and... Or the Chinese man, you can for your phone bill, you can give him, <laughs> you can give him some slave dollars to, get, to pay your damn bills. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know, but I seen Frederick Douglass' name get thrown around that they should have used him, um, and I think for future. Future, I think they're going to, uh, 
the five dollar bill or the ten dollar bill they're going to put uh civil rights era people um i'm assuming you know they're going to go with their boy their boy malcolm i mean not malcolm martin luther king you got to put him in there of course and uh I, I definitely wouldn't go that route. Like, if you want to go from that era, it's it should go uh, Malcolm. <laughs> That's who my pick would be. I, I wouldn't pick uh, Martin Luther King for nothing, but that's just me. Had a couple, had a death in the music community, Prince. Prince was one of the goats, man. Prince was one of the goats. Uh, you know, Sweet T t Twitter was going to try to use him for their <laughs> agendas about how he dressed and whatnot. I never even really thought about that. I mean, I think he just I always just thought Prince dressed feminine, but I mean, he's, he was banging all the badass bitches, so it didn't really matter to me. <laughs> it's not like these guys, they dress like Prince and don't bang the the bad bitches, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, uh, I just respected him as an artist. Uh, I remember I came out when uh, um, I was up, I was youth, a youth, when uh, Purple Rain came out in the movie. Um, he was just a great artist. Uh, played instruments. I think he could play all of it. Dan, uh, all instruments. He was a great uh, musician. He was a, he was great. Um, I've, I had enough respect for Prince. I mean, I know it was one of super big fan. I mean, I think the only really album I really listened to was um, Purple Rain. I think I might have listened to uh, one of his albums when he became the symbol. <laughs> Remember, he came the symbol. <laughs> but if uh, you got to give him respect because he was the one of the few artists, him and. Uh, him and MJ, they actually tried to fight the, uh, the record companies from uh, screwing them over out of money. Um, he was very woke on that that, that tip, and uh, that's what a lot of them get over. Um, you see all these stories, these artists being broke when they made millions and millions and millions of dollars for uh, these record companies, and they're getting they're getting shamed about that. Um, you know, all the rappers did it and get got, end up being broke <laughs> coming up now um, when they were, made all this money. And then he was the one that fought Sony, changed his name to us, legally changed his name to a symbol. So, I mean, they try to stop him from uh, recording his prints. Um, you know, it was some hotep stuff that <laughs> they killed him. Uh I, w I mean, it wouldn't put it through past my mind. I think it's all this f a lot of fishy sometimes that these guys be dying. Uh, you know, black men don't live too long anyway, but you're supposed to be rich. You're supposed to live a long time. You're supposed to buy the best in health. I mean, best in uh, eat the best foods, live the best life. You know what I mean? They still dying early um, over crazy circumstances. So anytime you see this, <laughs> have some magic heart, heart, strange heart problem, right, right, straight, right out of the blue. I mean, you gotta look at it like 
and then what went on there? Just like with Cochran. Remember Johnny Cochran? <laughs> they got him out there. Um, you all know MJ. They got MJ out of there. I mean, you, these cats got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful because the man's going to get you. There ain't no conspiracy theory, whatever. I mean, that's just my opinion. Uh, and they're getting the Negroes out of there, man. <laughs> and they can't get you out of there. They'll, 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 yeah, <laughs> they'll bring up a uh, 30-year-old rape cases like Cosby. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll bring out these old rape, quote-unquote rape cases. They'll put, they'll pin some rape cases on you, and they'll get you out of there. So. That's what, if you be black and powerful, you got to toe the line. If you don't want to toe the line, you got to be super woke and you got to, you know what I mean, you got to be staying on your P's and Q's to look at you out there. You just get caught slipping like Cosby got caught slipping. You know, I think they're really good at uh, suiciding people and uh, giving people uh, cancer and, and whatnot. Um, you can call that hotep if you want, or <laughs> super conspiracy, but uh, they're good at it. I gotta talk about Little Kim. <laughs> Little Kim, if you see a picture of her today, if you like, if you say you had like. Uh, I don't know, say you had a little 10-year-old kid and they never seen a picture of little Kim back in the day when she was in her 20s, and I think she's 40 now. They couldn't recognize who that person was. Little Kim went to the Sammy Sosa doctor and is whiter than Snow White. Whiter than Rachel Dozell. Goddamn, whiter than Mariah Carey. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And it sparked a colorism discussion. Now, in the black community, I, I mean, I thought we were way past this. I don't believe this still goes on the way these women try to imply it goes on. Little Kim wasn't even dark-skinned to begin with. But she's trying to... Little Kim had... There was an article, uh interview in 2000 talking about all men and she was never pretty enough for all the men in her life. Her dad and all her boyfriends and they all left and then they all left left her for women with Eurocentric features and all this, that, and the third. So that was the reason she went under the knife. Because <laughs> she uh, apparently, uh, you could look on her face, her nose got done. and I think she must have did something with her cheekbones. Now her skin is totally white. What happened to Black is Beautiful? When I was coming out, that's all you heard. Black is Beautiful. I'm black and I'm proud. And now it's 
I don't know what happened. I don't know what it is now. You y'all is it's y'all is uh cry for everything and acting like if you're dark skinned these women get called ugly and they can't take it and that's the reason that little Kim jumped in the bleach took a took a bath with a whole bunch of bleach in it. They trying to blame the black man for it. Blame white supremacy for it. <laughs> like, come the fuck on, man. Black men got nothing to do with that. Neither is white supremacy, you got, if you will be, be honest. That's women's insecurities. And if you ask me, little Kim trying to catch her a white man, that's why she did doing this. I'm sure of it. It got nothing to do with no black man. Come on, man. Shit. Little Kim would have got chose by any Negro male. And when, I'm talking about in her prime, but most Negro males on this earth. Nobody was calling Little Kim ugly or. She was too dark and this, that, and the third. I'm have to think of conspiracy when they locked her up, man. They gave her some mind altering drugs, man. And she made her do this because she was supposed. She was a sex symbol. She's gonna hold on to some. Uh, when Biggie was with her and 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 left her for for Faith Evans, she's gonna hold on to that. That was like like years or decades ago. Biggie been dead. When she gets to heaven, Biggie gonna look up at her like, who the hell is you? Come on, man. Like, I'll admit, some of this colorism probably did take, did it did, I'm not gonna say probably, it did take place in the black community. I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably like, I don't know, 70s, 80s. It was big. Uh, there was probably heavy favoritism towards the lighter complexion. Um, uh, I, honestly, I'm not going to point fingers. It, to, me, it, I, to me, it came from the women more. Um, but no doubt that some men did prefer or did uh, like some light-skinned women. But that was always the case. I mean, you even went to, because you, sometimes you saw a mix. You've seen a darker-skinned guy or darker-skinned woman with a lighter guy or a lighter woman, you know, vice versa. But then you might see a whole bunch of people that their whole families was light. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought that was. I always thought that was kind of weird. I don't know what that was about, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you've seen that. Uh, I'm not gonna lie about that, but that was, I mean, early '80s. I mean, this is 2016, man. If it, it, it people crack the light skin, black skin, dark skin uh, things now, it's to me, it's it's more jokes, man. It's nothing like um, venomous or. You're trying to 
mentally badger a person because of the color of their skin or the skin complexion. You got people out there actually talking about the, they get called ugly and it, it like it, this is the Tumblr generation. I said it before. It's this Tumblr generation that that are weak as hell. Granted, there's some bullies out there that and mean people that I mean there's no but this is not a utopia this world's not a utopia people are going to be assholes people are going to be bitches and they're going to say stupid stuff to people and uh, you got to be able to take it you got to learn to love yourself like somebody should have sat little Kim down like what are you doing with yourself love yourself you know what I mean you don't have to change for nobody I'm not trying to hear you're going to jump in the fuck take a bleach shower because you're trying to catch the eye of some some guy because you you think that guy likes lighter women. Like, come the hell on with that shit. You should be thankful and 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 all right with whatever God gave you. That's what it, this it, this if you take it another step further. This is nothing but an extension of. The, the weaves and the ass shots. I mean, it, this happens in other parts of the world where there's African, uh, I mean, Negroes. I think mostly in Brazil and uh, wherever Sammy's from. Where's Sammy? She's Dominican. <laughs> Dominican Republic. I mean, they actually sell that stuff in like in stores, in corner stores. But it's uh, in America. It's not. It's not. It's nowhere near as prevalent. Um, that's why people are a little shocked that uh, Little Kim is doing it. Um, I think uh, I think I think Azalea Banks did that shit too. I I don't know, I, but I don't think it will catch on. You you use the Negroes. See the thing about the African American Negro, <laughs> they'll cut up on each other in a minute. So it's kind of hard on. Uh, They'll crack jokes on people like that. So it's kind of hard for them, that I think, that for that to catch on. So, yeah, I don't know. It might, because I think uh, I'm always suspicious of stuff like this. And it's, I don't, I don't want to say little Kim might start a wave, because she don't even look right now. She look, she look like a goddamn scarecrow. I can see if it, if it made her look decent, but she... She looked absolutely fucking crazy. Um, I I don't think it'll catch on, but if it does, we can look back at this point and say, "God damn, this is this is some self hate." If I ever seen one, <laughs> I thought we was off that, man, but I see we got a few stragglers, and, it, and it's it, it's kind of dis it's it's very distasteful. I can't. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm like, why does she bleach her fucking skin, and why are these women blaming black men for quote unquote light skin fetishes? I mean, you gotta, you gotta understand. Some people have different preferences. Some people like, especially you live in like a, a society like America where it's not all. We have a mix of cultures. Uh, that's what's gonna happen. You can have people like Latinas, you can have people like Asians, you can have people like 
Dominicans and and this, that, and the third. So it's it's gonna be you gotta be all right with that. There's somebody on this earth for everybody, I believe. So I don't I don't I always thought dark skin was in. <laughs> like, jeez, you get. Uh, Dark-skinned men, we used to get get jokes, but we just took it. Uh, I mean, it's nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing. Um, we got sad over, got mad. It's not even that serious. We just took the jokes and kept it kept it moving. And y'all acting like there's this colorism problem in America today. Come on, man! It's just 2016. Black America has bigger fish to fry. And then some goddamn colorism. Y'all gonna put that to bed. Just put it to bed. Tuck it in the corner. Tuck it underneath your, your pillow. It ain't even worth it. We got people dying in the streets of Chicago. We got Flint, Michigan. Taking showers and lead water. Kids getting sick. And y'all talking about some damn colorism. In 2016, black folks got to get it the fuck together, man. Oh, excuse me. You also got to get together the school violence, this world star culture. Uh, I made two videos actually about it. Um, Amy Joyner. Uh, I actually, I mean, like I said, I live in Pennsylvania, so Delaware's not that far. I actually. Uh, I worked in a, a prison in Delaware, Gander Hill Prison. I did work there for three years, so I, I know Delaware a little bit. Um, it's a nice little cozy uh, state. Uh, everybody know each other, you know what I mean? It's not that big. But uh, Amy Joyner, she, uh, from all accounts, she, she was a good student. Uh, what, 15 years old, uh, but had a... These these three girls had a uh, beef with her and uh, jumped her in the bathroom and she didn't make it. Um, she they tried to air vac her out and uh, you can see the video. They were guy was still trying to pump her chest when she was uh, um, they was loading her into the chopper and uh, she ends up dying. And uh, and it's and I want to get to the point that this world star world star culture that adults and kids and actually ran through, and this was why I always so big on black on quote unquote black on black violence, like cut it the fuck out. And it's and I and whenever you say that these Negroes will say, "Well, white folks do it," and then there's white on white crime and this, that, and the third. I'm like, "Come on, man! Nobody. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is we should have some type of brotherhood that we we won't don't even want to do that in the first place." We should have some type of kinship 
Then you have a problem with somebody, the last thing you're going to have a problem with is another black man or woman. And if your kid, you know what I mean? But that y'all, the that's the first thing y'all fight. And people can't see how this world star hip hop that made millions, um, millions of dollars, recording fights and for years, and exploiting. Encouraging this type of behavior. If I was her parents, I'd sue Wellstar. Before I'd hop on them them girls. <laughs> but uh I mean after I hop on them girls, I mean, come on man. They're they're part this recording of fights. Black people recording your own fights for to to try to make some viral video, trying to make it cool, is dumb. It's played out. It's embarrassing. And and the black people should be above that. Obviously, <laughs> the American Negro, the so-called American Negro, got a lot of work to do with that. But I don't see why camaraderie and kinship and brotherhood and sisterhood is not the first thing on the list to do to reform your culture. Which obviously needs to be done. But no. Y'all want to follow these black lives. Matter Negroes. And act like. They're cops is the biggest thing. If we stop doing crime. You, you'll avoid the majority of the cops. Encounters. To begin with. Get the kids off the street. You'll avoid the majority of these cop encounters. Again, y'all don't want to attack the situation that way. You're letting the white liberal lead y'all down the fucking path to doom and destruction. And he's using y'all. He's going to try to use y'all to do some, make some gun reform, gun control reform. But you Negroes are too stupid to see it. Mm-mm-mm. Can't take it, man. All right, y'all. It's been about 45, 47 minutes. Uh, I'm going to take a get out of here. Uh, this is episode three. Um, uh, if you guys got time, hit my... Uh, Hit my YouTube channel. Uh, hit me on Twitter at Handy Mayhem. Um, my YouTube link is on there. And uh, give me some subscriptions and uh, some follows. And uh, I'll try to hit you guys up again. Peace.